Welcome back to the adventures of the Zebulon Harding, uh, where things are <clears throat> getting a little complicated in the home system for Glimmer and Last Hope. Glimmer, the toxic world with, I want to say, 10,000, tens of thousands of inhabitants, uh, no atmosphere, and poison sludge-filled river networks. And Last Hope, the desert world of salt flats and well and currently the home of the zebulon harding as earl takes off with paladin and heads to glimmer to figure out something figure out what it is that this that the forces of meridian station are up to um yeah so when we last left uh the action um several dozen uh armed ships had dropped into the system from multiple locations and essentially attempted to put a blockade or announce they were going to be putting a blockade around the planet of glimmer until essentially earl was turned over to them or you know earl uh, listed in the statement as the captain of the zebulon harding and also the ship the zebulon harding was turned over to him why they're suddenly so hot for uh, earl to be turned over and the ship to be turned over unknown but it's possible it has something to do with the fact that the ship uh the zebulon harding and earl uh showed back up in meridian in the system of meridian a few short hours ago and riled them up a little bit and whatever they think they're going to get out of him uh they apparently uh seem to think he's up to something so his hope is that he can figure out what that is if he gets closer to where they seem to think he's at and um, i'm not sure it's not a great plan I have questions, I have doubts um, that I would like to raise with Earl, but uh, he's not listening to me right now, so he's off to uh, the planet of Glimmer with Paladin. And yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to uh, see if we can't sneak carefully using uh, Scout slash Paladin's uh, shuttle, which he says is stealthy, um, to get back on the Glimmer without the nascent blockade detecting us so uh we're gonna get in here and take a look at earl and i i don't think i have any assets for sneaking specifically scavenger gearhead fugitive technically oh wait when you take a move by hiding concealing your identity or f i think hiding sneaking hiding sneaking when you make a move by hiding concealing your identity or fleeing from a pursuer whenever i'm in doubt about stuff like this and i'm playing solo what I basically do is is go, if the player, and I was running this game, if the player said, can I use Fugitive for this based on this thing, would I say yes? And I would say yes. So I'm going to say yes. So, yeah, I'll take that move. Um, all right, so I'm going to be rolling my shadow and uh, going, since Arnav is with me and helping, and he is a smuggler and an agent against corporations i'm taking every bonus i'm a little bit scared to do this because i had a big bonus on my last roll and it did it was so great it was so it was it was just awesome um so i'm a little bit nervous about giving myself all these breaks because this could happen again i would like that not to happen again but um you know what it is what it is so going back over here and we're going to roll shadow which is a two Modifier plus one plus another two for Arnav helping gives me a total of plus three And we'll go down here and see now this time I got the strong head. That's great. That that's kind of what I would have expected last time I didn't even I didn't even roll as well um, 
but uh, I'll take it. I will take that strong hit. So uh, let's take him back over here to face danger with deception, stealth, or trickery. Uh, we are we are going to take a plus one momentum, and also thanks to my asset, I believe that gives me another momentum. Does it? It does. So that gets me up to momentum of five, and that brings us down to uh, that brings us back down to glimmer. Now glimmer as we'll recall, is a toxic world with tens of thousands of people on it. And that uh, kind of begs the question, how? Uh, I believe that we, I had established at one point in time that it was essentially a big dome city. So I went looking for big dome cities on a poison world and I came up with uh, some art to uh, illustrate that. Uh, unfortunately, I found this perfect picture of a dome city on what looks like a pretty unhealthy planet. Um, I found it on Pinterest. And uh, Pinterest is where art attribution goes to die. But after a lot of digging around, I was able to find, I believe, uh, the original artist. So we're going to put that in here. This is, I will murder that name, but um, because I'm a culturalist swine. That is WCD3 by Xiaohihu. Xiaohihu, I think. Um, I found this on, hopefully, oh, maybe I found this over on Reddit, I think. Maybe this is their ArtStation account. Let's find out. This is where the uh, work was originally attributed to, and that ArtStation account is not coming up. But that that's the only thing I've been able to find using TinEye. TinEye is the weapon that you can use to combat the worst of, of uh, Pinterest's sins. But um, in any case... I wanted to be able to like give at least some attribution or at least take a shot at it. So there you have it. Our poisoned domed city of on Glimmer where we are coming in and trying to figure out what's going on here. So once we get down and we have met up, met up, met up with, you know, maybe our allies, we, we found Asana and we're kind of holed up in some safe place on the planet. Let's take a look at what, what's going on with this glimmers deal if i remember right we've got tens of thousand authority is tolerant visible from space a corrupted person kamora shim and kamora shim is sort of the crime mafia lord who runs all this you know is is, is in cahoots with the meridian folks so you would think that they have some kind of presence inside of the main call it we'll call it w city three whatever w city stands for we'll call it w city three um, say there's a couple of domes, but this is the big one. And um, I, I tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, I'll I'll ask Asana and and Arnav. It's like, okay, so what's going on? Like, are they just up above? Do they have people down here in the city? What are they What are they up to? And I want to find out if I want to find out if there's any forces down here because I have a bit of an idea that I might be able to figure out if they expect me to do something, if they expect Earl to be doing something, then they will try to prevent it. And whatever they are trying to prevent should tell me what they expect me to do. And that maybe will give me some more information. Maybe it can't give me less information. I have no idea why they think I'm suddenly like enemy number one. So um, let's get in here and see what we've got going on. So, all right, what are they doing? Like what is even going on here? Let's gather information. Uh, when you search for clues, <laughs> Roll wits. That's all I can do. It's not asking quite. I'm just 
trying to figure out what even is going on. All right, so I'm going to search for clues on what the hell is even, what they're even doing on this planet, what what's going on. For, I'll find out, first of all, what's going on. Now, again, Arnev is an agent, and that is the only thing that's going to apply is the agent part of it, not the not the smuggler part, because essentially this is finding out information about this corporation, corporate um, organization, which, as we've established, he is bound and determined to work against here. So we're going to take a shot at this and see what we get. This is less useful. Indeed, that is a burn momentum on a weak hit, but that is a miss against a five and a four on the challenge dice. I can burn momentum to get a weak hit. On a miss, your, under, your investigation unearths a dire threat or reveals an unwelcome truth that undermines your quest. On a weak hit, it provides some insight, but also complicates your quest. Inversion what you discover and then take plus one momentum. Okay, so out of curiosity to see what the uh, miss would look like, I rolled pay the price and got uh, you create an opportunity for an enemy, which mm, I don't love any of that. Mm, against my better judgment, I am going to roll with this and see what we get. So Arnav, as an agent, has a lot of feelers out for this kind of corporate activity. Uh, corporation activities, oligarch kind of moving about kind of things. And he reveals a essentially a, a communication surveillance room um, that he uses to, to spy on communications chatter. And I think he's got a bunch of, he explains that he's got a bunch of uh, uh, de-encrypting algorithms running and stuff and can get most of, can get a, a good deal of the communications opened up. And and ship-to-ship -ship stuff isn't going to get caught because it's it's being probably tight-beamed from ship-to-ship, -ship, but there are a few communications with the ground, um, mostly having to do with, um, mostly uh, would have been communications to Komorsham because I don't think that they probably got a lot of people on the ground. Probably not least because this isn't like some kind of author authoritarian um, government here that's run by Kamora Shim. This is like a relatively tolerant organization. Part of the problem that Kamora Shim is able to run roughshod over most of this stuff is these guys are, are pretty tolerant of, of most things. and uh, But they're not friendly necessarily to this kind of abuse and this sort of abuse of, of sovereign rights and, and all that all that kind of thing. So yeah, this isn't uh, a great thing. So th they're communicating with Kamora Shim and the communications that we pick up are, are you know, like um, Shim is like, you know, this is supposed to be a co, they're not happy. Um, and I'm not even sure that Shim's necessarily the one on, I don't know what they sound like, but whoever is talking is not happy. You know, this is not how this is, needs to be done. This is just antagonizing everything. This is going to make everything so much harder. And, um, um, whoever is up there. And I, I think again, it's that, um, security guy from, uh, uh, Meridian Station kind of coldly talking. I know exactly who this guy sounds like, but as it is just somebody I know in real life that nobody else is going to recognize, it doesn't help me to tell you that um, because uh, you're not going to know. But I, I know exactly who this who this guy sounds like. Anyway, he's talking, and there, you know, Shim is is obviously very irate and frustrated by this whole thing. You know, this is supposed to be a covert kind of agreement. This is making this is going to make things a lot more difficult. It's like. Well, what's going to make it a lot more difficult, says this commander, whose name, again, I didn't have a chance to go and look up. Um, what's going to make it a lot more difficult is that when Baxter arrived in our system, our sensors picked up the fact that he had a wisp. Well, a new wisp arrived in the system at the same time as the ship, which means he has one of the things aboard, probably captured the same way that we've been able to transfer them. And 
if he's figured out a way to transfer them and he's brought them here, then he is probably trying to use it to access the vault. I thought you said you couldn't do that. We haven't been able to safely transport them for any length of time, and the few times that we've attempted to do that have been unsuccessful. But if he's figured out how to do it, then we can use the bloody thing. But we first have to find it. Luckily, we brought sensors, and we're going to be able to find it. And once we do, we will be the one who brings it to access the vault. But until then, we need to make sure that he doesn't get that close to it. Well, he hasn't anywhere near here. I've got people as close as you can get to the damn thing outside of the damn bloody lichen. Wonderful. He has shown, unfortunately, a tremendous cap capacity for avoiding people who are trying to keep him out of places he has no business being and the ship is the same way so we are scanning we don't believe he's on the that that the wisp is on the planet and we don't have any scans of the ship or the wisp anywhere in deep space anywhere around the planet so we are beginning to broaden our search and when we find it be assured that we will be in touch well does that mean you can drop the damn blockade just because we don't think he's on the planet doesn't mean that he's not on the planet. So no, we will not be dropping the blockade at this time. That is going to make things very difficult when you try to land. They are timid. They are not helpless. We will deal with that when the time comes. In the meantime, we are simply explaining ourselves to you as our partner in this venture. And I appreciate that, but don't push me. If you begin to make my life even more difficult on this planet than it already is, I'm going to return the favor. You're not so powerful in this sector that you can't be touched. I'm not sure that this is the time to begin mutual recriminations and threats. Well, then we agree with each other. Why don't you find your little magical space ghost and key to these damn vaults and we'll talk. And that's about all we're able to get as the communication cuts off. So, <clears throat> well, that's that's awful um, because they're scanning the planet. They think that for some reason, K can get them access to the vaults or that wisps in general can get them access to the vault. No idea why that would be. And uh, they're scanning for them and they know that they're not on the planet, which means they're starting to scan further afield. And I mean, one of the first places they're probably gonna look is gonna be the other inhabited planet. And I'm immediately in a panic. I, we need to get, we need to get back to that. We need to get back there and we need to get back to the ship and we need to get the hell out of here. Have you got, like, what kind of stealth tech did you have on the thing? Do you have some way we can hide the ship more than it already is? I mean, if they can find K, they can scan for it, but there's something. And I am going to, to check my gear when you check to see if you have a specific helpful item or resource roll plus supply on a strong hit you have it and you're ready to act and i'm gonna i'm rolling this i've never rolled check your gear before but basically i'm rolling it to see if um really what i'm rolling is to see whether an arnav has the damn thing um an arnav is a smuggler so i'm gonna say that having something that helps you conceal your ship's movements and and that sort of thing uh is likely or at least he can help he increases the odds of this working. So I'm going to roll plus supply, but I'm going to roll with a plus one because of the plus one from Arnav's smuggler. Cross our fingers. And that is a 10. Uh, unfortunately, against a 10 and a two for a weak hit that I can't do anything about, but that's fine. On a weak hit, you have it, but you have to choose one. Your supply is diminished. Sacrifice resources. It's not quite right, or it causes a complication of delay. Lose momentum. I'm going to lose momentum on this because I think he goes, well, I've got one, but it isn't built for your ship. That's fine. If I can plug it in, I can make it work. I'll, I'll jury rig it. It'll be fine. 
If you got something, yeah, I, I, we can we can use it. We just have to get you there. I'm sorry about all this. Earl, it, it's fine. I mean, they're clearly, well, they're crazy. I don't know if they are crazy. I mean, it, it's possible. I mean, the, the, they, they had tried to bring K to this other system that has a precursor vault, but uh, the original crew of the of the Zebulon interfered with them somehow, and that all went haywire. So, I mean, it, it's not... Well, if they are crazy, they're consistent about it. And I've seen weirder things. You know what? We weren't able to see that that, that other precursor vault orbiting around last time. Did you ever know that was there? We weren't able to see that until we were until you were with me, and I didn't notice it. I'm not sure if I ever noticed it before. And I have to wonder if it isn't just because Kay was with us on the ship. I mean, maybe that's... I don't know. Universe is a weird place. The Forge is a weird place. We just keep running into weird... Sh Let's just get back there. All right, so once again, I am going to roll stealth to try to get back over there uh, before. I, I realize I'm racing to get back over there, but I'm also trying to keep make sure that they don't detect us. And I think the stealth is a more relevant thing here. So I'm rolling face danger with deception, stealth, or trickery. I am adding. I am I am adding all the same things I'm adding. I was adding before, so I'm adding three onto that. So because it's one for my asset and one for. Uh, and two for both the smuggler and the agent uh, portion of Arnav's uh, bonus. So uh, we're going to take that plus two for this particular situation and try to get... This is terrible because we went all the way back over there and all we got to do was spy on their damn uh, communications. I had, that's not exactly what I intended to have happen uh, there, on the <laughs> there on the planet. But um, Dice had other ideas. All right. That's a miss with a match. Okay. Man, this is a cursed series of events going on right now. Face danger. On a miss, you fail, or a momentary success is undermined by a dire turn of events. Pay the price. Pay the price. And it's a match, which means all kinds of things. A friend, companion, or ally is in harm's way where you are if you're alone. <clears throat> See, I thought Asana was in harm's way. I thought that's the problem. Is we were coming back over here because like, she's on the planet, and they're going to occupy it, and also that kind of stuff. Um every single decision that i've made up to this point has been wrong in this system and now a friend a companion or an ally is in harm's way and we are ready and we have something to put on the zebulon harding for stealth and it, it and we get back there as fast as we can and it doesn't matter the the ship is still there but there's smoke sort of trailing out of the hatch the open hatch of the ship and I race in there, and I can't find K anywhere, and all the lights on the ship are dark. Everything, Everything's non-responsive. There is marks of other ships there. There's not really marks of a struggle, because really, how would they struggle? And I'm trying to get the ship back online. I'm back, and you know, there's, there's the, the power plant is there. It's running. The ship wasn't shot up or anything, but everything is dark. And I get back to the bridge, and I'm, fl I'm, I'm flicking switch. I'm essentially shutting everything off and rebooting it, rebooting, pulling power stuff. And I'm looking and it's like every every sign would indicate that there was some sort of massive, massive electromagnetic pulse. Every breaker in the ship is basically blown or, or, or thrown. So I'm, I'm trying to reset everything I can on the bridge just to get anything back online that I can. And eventually, eventually I do lights start to come back online and the systems start to flicker and come to life and that hum up that I, that this this almost subliminal hum that I don't even realize is there when the ship is running properly comes back. And I'm like, I, I, I don't realize that I was holding my breath 
for missing that until I hear it and I can finally let my breath out. Earl says, Zeb, Zeb, what happened? Are you all right? And the speakers crackle back to life and Zeb says, warning, you are not authorized to access this ship's systems. Who are you? And, and we're left with Earl just staring in shock at the control panel in front of him. That's where we're going to stop. Yeah, Kay's been abducted by Meridian, and Zeb has been harmed. So that's where we're going to pick things up next time, kids. And again, thank you all for your comments. Thank you all for just just the continual uh, engagement and uh, feedback and everything like that. I really, really appreciate it. Sorry that this one is short. Um, next time, next time we got a lot to do. See you soon.